What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Road to Home podcast. We are officially on episode 10, and I know that it might seem like we've had a little bit more than that, but that's because we've had a couple episodes where they're two-parters. Um, so this is, I think, a big milestone so far in the podcast. I've been doing this every single Wednesday for a few months now, and I absolutely love it. Um, there is going to be a shift in location. I'm moving to BC. So if there's anybody out in that area that wants to be a guest on the podcast, then you can hit me up at road to home underscore pod at outlook.com. In this episode, I had the pleasure of interviewing the beautiful Miss Kimberly Dawn, who is the owner and founder of Kicking Cowgirl Designs. So we talked a little bit about everything from how she started her brand and her store to where she is now and how a small company like hers is dealing with COVID. So get ready for a really good episode, guys. Enjoy. Because the whole stay-at-home thing. So we're at the store this morning, so uh, I brought everything home since I can do everything from home. So Nice. Yeah. So how many stores do you have now? Because you had two, right? Uh, no. So we had one okay. in Toronto, and then okay. when we moved up to Bob Cajun, I moved everything up here. Um, so I still have the one big store, which, um, so am I, am I being filmed right now? Are these some of the questions? Yeah, but no, it's okay. Keep going. Go back. (laughs) Um, so we started out with a, um, up here in Bob Cajun, a 700 square foot store. And then in January, we moved to our new location, which is, uh, 2,800 square feet. Oh, wow. So a lot bigger, um, and then when COVID happened, uh, we were shut down eight days before our grand opening. So then we were closed for four months. Oh, God. Yes. So that was definitely not fun. Yeah. Um, but I do have, uh, so my parents have our silk screening company here in town that um, is family owned. So uh-huh. I do have an office there as well as a lot of our shipping does go there. They're big boxes. Mm-hmm. And um yeah, so I also use that as kind of like a warehouse, um, but we just yeah. have the one big store on the main street in Bob Cajun. Oh, okay. So you yeah. got rid of the Toronto then? You didn't actually? Yeah, so when we moved okay. up from Toronto, Bob Cajun, um, actually almost four years ago in, actually it'll be five years ago, mm-hmm. um, this April, uh, we, I closed my uh, store uh, that I had there. It was uh, just a tiny store we had um, in Scarborough, and we did basically all of our shipping receiving there, but I was mostly on the yeah. road just then. Okay. I, um, cause, um, my mom's boyfriend has a house out in Bob Cajun, like between London oh, okay. and Bob Cajun. So yeah. my mom got me a tank top from your store for oh, Christmas. Nice. And I was like, I don't even know where their store is. Cause I've only ever bought stuff off of you guys at the, at the rodeos. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I was like, I don't even know where their store is. And she's like, there's one in town. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but of course now everything's closed. So I know. So I we are doing, um, curbside pickup right now. Uh, yeah. so- being online um but because I sell PPE which is uh personal protective equipment Mm -hmm. I'm now considered essential Uh so I'm allowed to be opened um so people can come to uh at first they were allowed to actually come into the store um and pick up everything and then when they did the whole um at home stay new law whatever you want to call it yeah um no one was allowed to come into the store it could only be curbside or at our second door so that's what we've done pretty much on Saturdays Mm-hmm. During the week that will come is on uh, on a Saturday, and actually on Sunday we did a few Sunday morning. So okay, so it's I crazy. I do stuff, more but... cleaning um, yeah. at the store than I do at home. Um, you know, one of the things officers, I was like, here I am, a small business. Yeah. I clean every time a customer leaves. Door mm-hmm. handles, the machine, the table, um, anything that they touch. But I go and go to Walmart or Costco, and nothing gets cleaned. Yeah. And he literally like was silent on the phone and he said, Kimberly, he goes, right now they're focusing on small businesses. And unfortunately, um, that's where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I don't understand that either. Like you can't, like the it, nail yeah. salons and hair salons are the ones that clean the facility, I think the most out of everybody, right? Yeah. Like sanitize everything. And then you can, yeah, you can go to Walmart. And you can stand directly beside somebody. Uh-huh. You can't go to Canadian Tire. You can't no. go to Home Depot. And you think that, like, you would need stuff. Like, I happened yeah. to say to Home Hardware in town, I said, what happens if my plumbing goes down and I need plumbing? Well, you have to order it online. Yeah. And you can do a curbside pickup. But I can't actually walk into the store and pick up what I want. And but what I if you can don't go to Walmart or Costco yeah. and pick up Lego. Yeah. So I have that essential. Yeah. 
I don't get that. And that's another thing too, is they were supposed to um, like close off. Like I remember when we went through this whole lockdown thing back in March last year, they actually like closed off the clothing sections because you can't buy clothes from any other store or home goods from any other store, but you can still buy them from Walmart. Yeah. So that's not really fair. So we have friends that um, we have friends that live in Sioux Lookout, which is on the border of Manitoba. And you go to any store in Manitoba, everything like Walmart or Costco, Canadian Tire, everything is blocked off if it's not considered essential. Yeah. And they're say they said, well, we had to go get gloves for our daughter. They couldn't buy gloves because gloves are not considered essential. But they could buy a vacuum. Yeah. How is that? How is a vacuum? You know, it just nothing makes sense. No. <laughs> well, and that's the thing I said too the other day to somebody is like, what if I was starting a new job and I needed completely a different yeah. wardrobe? Like I have to order everything online. Like they would have to order their gloves online. Yeah. Yeah. But you can order a vacuum online. So. Yeah. Hey. Oh my God. <laughs> Well, that was one of my questions, at least, was oh, like, you how you guys are doing with the with the whole COVID thing. So we're hanging in. We're hanging in. It's definitely been um, a year of learning. Um, yeah. Uh, trying new things. Um, you know, like having the store closed for four months. Uh, that was a huge hit. Mm-hmm. Um, not having any of our rodeos or um, yeah. our fairs oh, yeah. that we go to, the Royal Winter Fair, uh, Can-Am. Uh, like last weekend, we were supposed to be in Oklahoma for the IFR. Mm-hmm. Um, in December, we we're supposed to be in Vegas for NFR. Um, so there's a lot of things that we've had to cancel. Yeah. Um, because we either one um, didn't think it was smart to go across the border. Now I can travel across because I'm a U.S. citizen. Uh, plus, yeah. I'm also um, um, what's it called? Um. <laughs> Well, I'm dual, but um, commercial. So oh, I can okay. cross back and forth. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's fine. But it's a whole coming home and having to take a COVID test and then sitting at home for two weeks. That means yeah. I can't go out anywhere. Yeah. So I just, awesome. and with the numbers and the stuff happening in the States, I just didn't think it was smart for me to go, especially mm-hmm. with me living in a small town. Because um, we were the hardest that got hit uh, when COVID first happened. And uh, so we definitely got on the map. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, not for the ways we wanted to, <laughs> um, but, um, you know, we're definitely knowing, um, and you can't do not much around this town without people knowing, especially with my truck being the turquoise color, it stands out. So anywhere I go, yeah. I've noticed. So yeah, I just thought it was smart that I didn't cross, um, going to the States wise for those big events, uh, because I didn't want, uh, someone in our community to, um, not be happy about it. Yeah. News travels fast. It does. Yeah. Very yeah, that's that's the thing that sucks is like there are still I get well no, I don't know about now, but there were still agriculture events going on. Like there were still animal shows and things like that in the States. Yep. So we actually, actually um, them. Yep. So this summer we went to uh one rodeo at Holstein Rodeo that Rawhide Rodeo put on. Okay. Uh then there was two rodeos that Black Creek Rodeo put on um out in Ottawa area. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were with Black Creek Rodeo and Rawhide this summer with their uh, three rodeos that they did. Mm-hmm. And then um, Ross and Isabel Edwards, they put on a bell racing uh, with Niagara uh, Bell Racing. So we were with them uh, a few times this summer. So we mm-hmm. did get out. Uh, yeah. the, the big trailer went out um, four times and then the small trailer went out two times. Okay. Uh, we also did um, a few pop-up stores. So we w- did one... Um, with uh, uh, with Rose and Robert um, out in Ottawa, Quebec area. Yeah. And then we also did one with the National um, Canadian Drill Team. Um, that is also cool. part of the team that also works with Rawhide and um, Black Creek Rodeo. So we did get out a okay. few times. Uh, not as much as we would like to. No. Uh, yeah. Definitely saved money on fuel. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was definitely a year of... Um, finding new ways to make things work, finding new ways to sell things. Mm-hmm. Um, even having the store and being able to be opened, uh, we are constantly cleaning like the girls and I, um, you know, limited staff and limits, not staff, but limited customers were allowed in the store at certain points. Yeah. Uh, you know, we had an entrance and exit in order to be open. So thank goodness we had that, you know, for the mm-hmm. first couple months and then things kind of like let loose a little bit. 
um, where we were able to do uh, front entrance only, but you had to go in one way and like yeah. around the store and exit the other way. So, yeah. um, you know, wearing a mask um, as long as we had to was not fun. Um, you know, I'm being a, I am a type one diabetic um, and I've had more lows this year mm. wearing a mask um, mm. than never not wearing one. So it's yeah. been a challenging year. Um, you know, we, we made it through. Yeah, it wasn't a year to make money, but it was a year to stay afloat. And, you know, I can't thank my customers and my staff and my rodeo team for um, pumping us and supporting us. Um, because honestly, we could have done it without everyone's help. You know, like mm-hmm. KCD is not just an I team. It's, you know, it's a it's a team. There's no I in team. So um, yeah. if it wasn't, you know, for my staff and my in my cowgirls and my cowboys on my team and the rodeo community, as well as the barrel racing community, um, I don't know where we'd be at, but yeah. you know, thank goodness we have a great team behind us that supports us. Well, and it's lucky that we did have the boundaries lifted up a little bit for that time for you to at least do a little yeah. bit more publicity and like get your brand out a bit more yes. at the rodeos and stuff. So that's like a really good sign because like I, I called this year right we- before Christmas. Like I was like, okay, they're gonna, they're gonna open it for Christmas. They're gonna let us have Christmas, take all our money to buy gifts and then close it as soon as Christmas is done because yeah, there's nothing else going on. And like, it's exactly what's happening. Um, do you think that the, do you think that the um, new rules are going to be lifted in a month? <laughs> no, I don't even have to finish that sentence. You already know. <laughs> well, um, I had to go to massage therapy this morning and on mm-hmm. our way in uh, the radio is saying that um, they're not going to lift any restrictions until the numbers are at least a thousand per day. Well, right now we're at 3,200 a day. So we have a long ways to go to get to a thousand. Yeah. But my whole thing is everyone's wearing masks when you're out and about. Um, Everyone's supposed to stay home. If you're essential, you're out and about. Um, But if we're all wearing masks and everyone's staying home, why are the numbers still rising? So something isn't working. Thank you. (laughs) That's what I've been saying this whole time. Either masks aren't working. Yep. Or this whole shutdown is not working. Yeah. And as a small business person, I'm, I've kept quiet, but the last two weeks I've been fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Especially talking to bylaw officers. And the guy that I'm working here, um, he is a great guy to work with. He's been very helpful. Anytime there's a change, he'll send me an email or he'll call me. Even Saturday morning, he was uh, calling and shooting emails. Hey, Kim, just letting you know, like, you know, this new change and, so he's been great. So I cannot thank the bylaw officers uh, for helping small businesses because I know they're frustrated because yeah. I've heard it talking to them. Um, yeah. But enough is enough. Like if the big guys can be open the last year, yeah. why can't small businesses be open? Yeah, I agree. So. And that's the thing. Even if the numbers were going down like a little bit with this whole lockdown and stuff, but you're right. They, they're not going down as fast as they thought or as everybody thinks that they are. No. So like what's the point in keeping everybody cooped up and having all these other small businesses and barbershops and small restaurants go out of business. Like I live just outside of Stratford and driving through Stratford a week ago. um, It's like everything is closed downtown and there's so many family restaurants that are closed. And then I look to my right and Popeye's is still open. You can still get fast food, but you can't go anywhere else. So like, how does that make sense? It's, it's, yeah. At this point, I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm yeah. frustrated. I'm tired. But <laughs> at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's a learning curve. Um, you know, like we're, we're, we started in 2014 and here we are in 2021. Never thought that we would get to where we are today. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely been a year of um, learning things, uh, trying new things out. Um, it definitely, like I said, it's been a learning curve. And, yeah. you know, this this 2020 was supposed to be our best year ever that we had. We had so many events planned stateside, um, all in Ontario, Quebec, mm-hmm. um, you know, to go to the NFR as the first Canadian um, um, clothing store. That's huge. And for yeah. them to contact us and ask them to, like for us to come, it wasn't like we applied. They actually send us a message. Oh, wow. So that was an honor. Yeah. Um, you know, and then not being able to go to the IFR again, that kind of sucked. We were there last year. Um, but you know, just, just with rules and regulations, we didn't think it was smart to, um, to cross the border. Yeah. So yeah. we're hoping fingers crossed 
mm-hmm. that uh, this year we have something because I know that uh, Rawhide and Black Creek and the Niagara shows that we're we'll going to be doing, uh, as well as Ram, I know they have lots of events planned. Now, things are not going to start happening until a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but fingers crossed we can do something. Uh, and if we're not, then we'll just write it out again. And hopefully 2022 <sighs> is another better year. But I, I don't know what to expect for this year. Yeah. It's really hard, like, because it is so early in the year, too, to dictate. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like the summer is going to lighten up again and it's just going to be the same cycle that we've already kind of gone through. <laughs> yeah. Because you got to keep in mind too, like it's the cold outside. It's the winter. It's the time for flu and cold, right? Yeah. This is when people and if, get and sick. And if you look at the numbers, the numbers for COVID are up, but the numbers yes. for heart attacks or common cold or car accidents are all down. Yeah. Flu. <laughs> don't even know what the flu is what anymore. Flu? doesn't exist. I don't even know what it exists anymore. Yeah. It's ridiculous how all the numbers are just like fluctuating. And even if you sit and watch, cause when the nail salons were open, I would watch the news. That's all they have on the TVs. Yeah. And they would have a slide that says this many cases, um, just yesterday in Ontario. And then a couple slides would go by and then it would say this many cases in Ontario yesterday. It would be a different number. Yeah. I'm like, so you guys can't even get your numbers straight. It's two different numbers. So yeah. it's like, I just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's not going to stop us frustrated. Though. Yeah. Well, it's lucky that you guys can still do curbside pickup and then you have an online website. So that helps yeah. a lot too. And you have social yeah. media. So there's ways for you to at least stay afloat. Um, it kind of sucks that all these other shops didn't really get into that social media stuff yeah. until like they had to. And it's kind of hard to promote once it's already shut down, right? So, and also, you know, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. So, yeah, you know, we have a great customer base. Um, we have all like a lot of our repeat customers. Um, yeah. It's funny because the girls will say, um, "Oh, someone, so and so came to the store," and I'm like, "I'm not good <laughs> with names, but I can if I look at you and I remember yeah. you, I can tell you exactly what you ordered, mm-hmm. what size jeans you were, what size twisted X yeah. you were." <laughs> And the girls are just like amazed. You can remember that? I'm like, I'm not good with names, but I'm good with the face. And I can tell you exactly what you ordered. And even some of the customers that, you know, have experienced that, they're like, I don't know how you do it. I'm like, it's just something that I'm just good at. I just remember a face and what they ordered yeah. or what size they are. That's, yeah, that comes with being in retail for so long. Yeah. <laughs> you just learn those things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how did you get into <clears throat> like the store, the brand? Like, is this something that you've wanted to do for a year? Or like, um, I started no. reading your website and I was like, I don't want to read too much. I'd rather just like ask you and have you tell us. So, so. Um, I was living in Africa and I needed a fundraiser. Okay. Um, and uh, my parents both come from the apparel industry. Um, so my dad said, I'll tell you what, I will give you a month. This is in January. Um, and I said, he said, I'll give you a month to figure this out, what you want to do. And then when you're done playing, you can get back to work. Okay. So I was getting ready to go back to Africa in February. So I started um, with the Buckle logo, which is our original logo. Um, and I put it basically on some hurt shirts and some hoodies. And um, I went to a car show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, okay, if I can sell these at a car show, because anytime you go to a car show, there's nothing really um, to buy for girls at a car show. It's always guy yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I know anytime I went with a boyfriend, it was, there's nothing, this is boring, you know? Yeah. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go to this uh, car show and I'm going to sell on the weekend and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And literally by Saturday, we had pieces left over and by we were taking pre-orders on Sunday. Oh, wow. And um, I was just like, oh my goodness, like <laughs> we actually sold like pretty much everything that we had. Yeah. And then while I was there, um, all equine in, in London, they were doing a show the following weekend. So they came and said, Hey, we'd love to have you come. Um, you know, is it too short notice? And I kind of looked at my dad and I said, how fast can you guys start printing? And he's like, well, let's start writing down what you need. So anyways, that was on a Sunday. And then I left Thursday to head to London and I literally went with a, um, a truck full of like totes and a little small trailer that I had, we had. Yeah. And uh, again, same thing. We like sold out with two weekends back to back. That's And awesome. then, um, yeah. So anyway, so 20% of all of our sales goes back to Africa. Um, yeah. Still? So still this day. Yep. Still this uh, day. That makes um, me feel so much 20%. better. 
I love that. Yeah. When stores do so that. it's you no know, Casey's. It's not a company that you know makes money. We're also a company that gives back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I go to Africa every year. I haven't gone uh, obviously last year or this year because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we. Uh, so I was working in Kenya for a couple of years, um, and I worked in some slums. And then in Uganda, I've been working with World Embrace, who is another organization there. So they're right now building a Chones Play Park. So we've been working with them, awesome. um, also in some of their slums. Uh, KCD also supports a family um, of four uh, in uh, one of the villages there. So we've got to meet them mm. um, on every trip that we've gone to Uganda. So yeah. it's neat that, you know, we don't just get back in our own backyard, but we do overseas as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So the first month after my dad said, so like, are you ever coming back to work? And well, that was in 2014. Yeah. And I've not been back since. Yeah. I don't blame you. Of course I do go and help them when they need it. But, um, as a day to day, I'm either fully at the shop or at home. Um, you know, I think people here at my house get a little frustrated that I'm working till 11 o'clock at night. Um, not mentioning (laughs) names, (laughs) But, um, you know, it's just, it's just part of who I am. You know, my customers know that if they send me an email, that if I'm awake, I'll reply to it. If I am not, then they'll get a reply first thing in the morning. And that's, you know, between seven and eight, or it could be six and eight, you know. But um, one of our things is, is customer service mm-hmm. um, and getting back to people. And, you know, not only wanting to know what my needs are to help you guys, but also I want to hear what you guys want to wear. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so far, I haven't come up with one design that hasn't been bad. So knock on yeah. wood, <laughs> we find some wood. But um, yeah, so so far, everything that we've um, made or come up with um, has been a hit. And every once in a while, we'll do like a limited edition. Yeah. Uh, just so, you know, it's it's not fully out there. Everyone doesn't get it. We only make so much. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, so it's fun. So you have your own like um designs and stuff and then you also yep. carry other brands so how do you dictate what brands you're gonna have in the store so for our denim line we carry Kimes Ranch jeans so we're the first company in Ontario okay. uh to uh actually bring them in back in 2014 that's when they first started mm-hmm. um and we kind of let our uh account go dormant because it wasn't a great gene um and then all of a sudden three no, I guess four years ago, I was at Congress and I saw the brand again. I said, okay. So I, uh, one of my friends, Tia messaged me and goes, you got to look at this brand. So she was at Congress with me. We went over and looked at it and I was like, I have this brand. Like I'm already uh, repping them, but I haven't really done anything with it. Yeah. So Tia's like, you need to get this brand in. So anyways, I messaged them and they said, oh yeah, we can just open your account. To, you know, it's dormant. All we have to do is, you know, just reactivate it. Yeah. So we brought Kimes in and then we've always had Grace in LA uh, which is our bling jeans, which I'm all about the bling. Yep. Same. <laughs> um, I love my kimes. I am going to get one of my Lola's. I am going to bedazzle them. I just need to get cool. to a Michael's once they open, but that is my plan to bedazzle a pair of uh, Lola's. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we carry rock and roll girl jeans, uh, cruel girl. And then we just got Wrangler in, um, September. We started working with Wrangler. We didn't bring it in until Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because of the whole COVID, we thought there's no Royal, there's no point pushing another brand until we can open. And we thought after Christmas, we would be able to open, um, no idea that we'd be shut down. Yeah. So yeah. those are our, our girl denim jeans that we carry guys. We do cinch rock and roll and Kimes and Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Um, now the nice thing about Curl girl is they also have a lot of their fancy tops and rodeo shirts as well as cinch. A lot of our guys and girls do the rodeo shirts. And then Wrangler um, has a great, um, all of the KC uh, team that you see them wearing, they're usually wearing their Wranglers or their Centra Cool Girl uh, rodeo shirts with our logo um, embossed everywhere. Nice. Yeah. I love the and then, stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Wranglers are great. I like yeah. them. Um, it took yeah. me a while to get them on. Um, really? But, you know, thanks. Yeah, thanks to BJ. I just wasn't ready. And BJ from oh, Rawhide yeah. Rodeo kept saying, Kim, you got to get Wrangler. And yeah. <laughs> it wasn't until Holstein Rodeo. He's like, Kim, like, you got to get Wrangler. And even yeah. uh, Brad Bowie, the two of them, they said, Kim, you got to get Wrangler in. So I started like, okay, let's just wait till kind of the summer and we'll bring it in, you know, for the Royal. And then when the Royal got canceled, yeah. it's like, okay, well, let's just wait now to Christmas. So we brought them in at Christmas yeah. thinking we'd be open. And then we literally got shut down Christmas Eve. Yeah. 
Well, I know um, like last summer I tried to order um, shorts. That? Um, sorry, I tried to order shorts from Wrangler. Like yeah. I saw them on Instagram and I tried to order and they don't deliver to Canada. No. And that's a nice thing is that's with so Wrangler, bad. they want you to go to other uh, retailers, which is like a kicking cowgirl or whoever sells yeah. Wrangler. Uh, they rather you buy it through them than go to the States, which is great yeah. um, that they do that. Okay, well, now I know, and I'm going to buy my shorts that I want off you. <laughs> yeah, so just shoot us a message with the style number or the picture, yeah. and then I can order them. Okay. Um, and their new catalog, I should have this coming week. Okay. Uh, they just sent it out to me on Friday. So I might have it this week, or I might have it, you know, next week. But And then with our um, shoes, we carry uh, Twisted X. Okay, never heard um, of it. As well as, have you ever had tried Twisted X? Are they like shoes or boots? So they're both. So they sell uh-huh. a driving mock as well as they sell a cowboy boot. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we sell uh, Twisted X. Uh, we keep in the store and um, Old Dominion. We also uh, okay. sell. Um, okay. We can carry corrals, but yes. with the U.S. dollar and customs and border being closed, yeah. it's just not worth bringing in the corrals right now, which I'm a corral girl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Me too. We have another line that we are looking at to bring in. Uh, they already are in Canada. I wear them too. Um, but with COVID, it's just everything's kind of like, Breaks on, just yeah. kind of waiting until yeah. uh, we know what we can do. Because I haven't even ordered anything yet for spring because everything that came in last year for spring are still in boxes. Yeah. And I thought, well, there's no point bringing in more. I might as well move what stock we have. Yeah. Because um, yeah. we just have so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody anticipated how long this would all go on for. It sucks no. that you didn't really get to like, put that even out. So. No. Yeah, so at least, you know, for this spring, we have a great uh, number of new things that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of itching to post some of them, but I'm like, well, there's yeah. snow outside. The pictures don't really have snow in them. <laughs> How can I start pumping spring? But really, spring's going to be here in two months. Yeah. You yeah. know, like right now, I'm looking outside, and it's like a full-on blizzard outside. I'm like, oh, I can't really post like a nice top because there's no snow outside yeah. in the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> And plus, nobody's going to wear a tank top right now. Well, besides, like, me. No. <laughs> I don't think yeah. people are going to wear them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, like, yeah, I like the Western look as well. And you can't really find it many places. Like, even just finding women's Carhartt pants, like, work pants, you can't find those. You can't find, um, like, any women's Western wear pretty much anywhere. Like, down down south in the States, they have the boot barn and all that that has, like, mm-hmm. a whole clothing side, right? Yeah. And the only places that I've been able to find any sort of like Western jeans was from you guys. So I think I have three pairs of Grace and LA's from you guys. Yeah. And then I have one pair of area that I got from TSE. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when I, when I started this, anytime I needed like Western apparel, I'd have to wait to go home to California to get it at the boot barn or at our local feed store. Um, and literally I would stock up on any Western I could get because there was nothing here in Ontario yeah. as everything is English, I found. Yeah. Uh, so when I decided to start, you know, KCD and then it kind of just expanded and just grew it like fast. I was like, well, I need some denim. Okay, well, I know Miss Me. Yeah. Um, and we did have Miss Me at first, but they were just really expensive. And I was like, how can my customers afford this? Because I sure know I wouldn't pay the price when I Miss Me. And so Tom, someone told me about Grace in LA and I literally fell in love with them. I'm actually wearing them today. So, <laughs> What's that one that Miss Me? Miss Me, yeah. So it's another uh, bling jean, mm-hmm. um, but it's a little higher end. Um, I find they don't last as long, but some people love the Miss Me's. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. I'd rather my Grace in LA. Price point, what's the difference between them versus Grace in LA? Uh, so Grace and LA is uh, between one twenty four to one thirty five ninety nine, where Miss Me's are like one eighty to two hundred. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So there's a big gap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even with the kinds, like they start off at like one thirty five and they go up to two hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know you'd have to. It's a there's a big price point. Yeah. So, but I also find that once girls get into the Lolas. Or even the new Chloe's or the new Audrey's that we have. Um, your Jolene is your number one as well as with your Lola's for the Kimes. But once you get into Kimes, it's really hard to go back to the Grace. Yeah. Um, I just wish they had more bling. So that's yeah. why I'm bedazzled there. <laughs> so maybe I should try different brands out because literally all I own is Grace in LA. You know what? I have girls so. that only buy Grace in LA and then yeah. I have girls that only buy um, Rock and Roll. 
mm-hmm. then girls that only buy uh, the Kimes Ranch. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend Rose from uh, Quebec, uh, Ottawa area, she loves the Wranglers. And she was down a couple weeks ago. Her and her husband drove down all the way from Quebec, Ottawa area. Oh, wow. And she's like, no, I had to get a new pair of Wranglers. So she literally <laughs> left with a pair of Wranglers. Yeah. I've always wanted a pair of Wrangler jeans too. Like for me, it's really hard to find sizing because I'm small. Like I'm only five foot two. So I have to get everything hemmed like right off the bat. But then it's also, um, it's always been hard to find jeans that actually fit around the waist because, and you could probably agree to this. You always find them to fit your butt and your legs, but never at the waist. The waist is always like gaping big. So it's always hard to find jeans. But the reason why I liked the Grace ones is because I bought them like just out of a whim. I don't even know if yeah. I tried them on because it was at Royal. Okay. And I just bought them and then I went back and I bought more because I was like, these actually fit. The it's nice thing fun. is with Grace and then like, once you know your size, then you know yeah. your size for any style of pocket. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I literally, like a girl yesterday ordered three pairs of jeans online with me just by email going back and forth. Yeah. She goes, I know I'm a size 26. Like, show me what you got. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, once girls know their gray sizes, they pretty much stick with that um, because they know exactly what they're going to get. And uh, the only thing that changes is your pockets and the jean color, whether it's going to be the light, the dark, um, or the vintage wash. Yeah. And then how do the Wranglers fit in comparison to the other brands then? So I just got my first pair of Wranglers I actually took home the other day. Um, I like them. Um, I found that I needed a 36 length for sure. You know, I, I am also five ten and a half, so I am tall. The thirty fours work great with my shoes or my or my Converse or my twisted X's, but yes. if I am wearing a boot, I definitely need a thirty six. So okay. I do find that they are a little bit shorter, which you know some girls like that. Um, but the waist is the same fit as you know, like I'm a size two um, in Kimes and Grace and Alama twenty six twenty seven, and I went with a four. Um, for the Wrangler. So it was pretty much exactly where they said I needed to be is where I needed to be. Okay. Good to know. And then in terms of the guy stuff, because we talk a lot about the women's stuff, but do you carry Mm -hmm. a lot for the men? You talked about, yeah, so we do carry a lot. I don't push it as much, you know, like our company legal name is KCV Western wear, which is a branch of kicking cowgirl designs, kicking cowboy designs, uh, the KCV logo. Um, so uh, we definitely sell more girl stuff, uh, especially with that everyone that works at the store um, and myself are a girl. Yeah. Um, unless you're at a rodeo and then, you know, you're going to have uh, Benny that's going to be there or Dan or Tyler or Jesse or Dustin that's, you know, Dusty that's going to walk by. But you're mostly going to find um, Dan and Tyler and Benny um, mm-hmm. at the booth. Um, and all three of them, especially uh, uh, Dan and Benny, they've worked the Royal for me. They've worked Can-Am for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Ben's girlfriends come to the IFR with us last year when Ben came to Oklahoma. So, and even Cass and Dan, like they're married and they both work the booth with us. So it's great that not only does my team is on the rodeo circuit, they yeah. also will come back to the booth. They'll sign autographs. They'll talk to the kids. Um, you know, we'll, we, we try to get as much as we can interaction because yeah. there's nothing like a little cowgirl cowboy meeting you know, a breakaway roper, a barrel racer, um, a bull rider, you know, and I will say that, um, I've never had to ask the team, you know, to come over like, Hey, you guys, you know, can you guys make sure you're right at the booth? They've always come over, you know, before the rodeo or after rodeo or during to check on me. But, um, at Dungan rodeo two years ago, Mm -hmm. um, there were three little boys that were just watching Ben like all weekend long. And, I said, Ben, I was like, you know, is there any way that you could explain to them how, like, your equipment works? Mm-hmm. And he was, yeah, yeah, no problem. Anyways, during the intermission, I looked over and there was Ben showing these three little boys, you know, what his chaps are, letting them feel the chaps, the bull rope, the bell, um, his gloves, his vest. And I thought, this is what and why you're on my team. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, there's always going to be a little cowboy or cowgirl on the rodeo uh, or at the rodeo that's going to be watching you. Um, so it's not just your interaction in the rodeo circuit. It's how you act on the outside. Yeah. So you could be the best bull rider, the best uh, bell racer, pole bender. Um, I said, but it also, I also care more what happens outside the rodeo and how you act mm-hmm. because you're repping me and my brand. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I want to make sure that, you know, you are great outside the arena as well as you are inside the arena. Well, they're like, 
they're little celebrities in this type yeah. of industry, right? So uh-huh. you're, you have to carry yourself the same way as you expect normal A-list celebrities to carry themselves. Yeah. 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 Do you have any um, experience with like the rodeo with like with yourself with riding and things? Uh, so my mom is a rodeo princess. So okay. um, what does know, that mean? Up- so rodeo princess is um, it's almost like a beauty beauty pageant, yes. but you you know you're you're under eighteen doing it. So she mm. you know was in the rodeo, um, okay. and growing up you know in California we lived um, and also visited uh, my mom's fa- hometown, which is called Modesto, California, which is right on the border beside Oakdale, uh, California, which is the capital cowboy capital of the world. Oh, so. Okay. Um, yeah, so we've been to the rodeos, um, and, you know, anytime, like, I could go to the Stampede or go to a rodeo here, it was, like, going, you know, so yeah. I was always the kid that showed up to school wearing her cowboy boots, and if I was allowed, and my mom would let me, I would wear my cowboy hat to school, I would get made Aww. fun of. Aww. I loved Halloween, because I was like, oh, I can finally dress normal, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I was always a kid that was always wearing her cowboy boots and, and the bling to school and to high school. And then, so, you know, a lot of my high school friends were like, oh my gosh, you finally got into like your, your Western wear. I'm like, well, this is who I was. Like first yeah. pair of shoes, boots, or a pair of little cowie boots that we still have in the store to this day. Um, oh. You know, that, that my mom got me when I, you know, when I was born. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, so it's, uh, that's it. You know, I've dibble dabbled in it. Um, my best friend, Jenny, she's uh, on the team as well. And she's a breakaway roper. She's oh. attempted to, Teach me breakaway, um, but I'm I'm better on the ground than I am on a horse. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So, do so. you where do you live right now? You're like in town, or are you? So I live Bob Cajun. So Bob Cajun's okay. three islands. So I live on the first island. Okay. Um, that is like ten minutes to the store if the bridge yeah. is down, but yeah. I can get there, you know, in five or eight if I don't stop at Tim's. <laughs> Gotta <laughs> add that in. Yeah. So, okay, but yeah, cool. so I'm not too far from the store, but yeah, I live right in Bob Cajun now, um, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't, you know, too much a fan of, you know, moving up here because it was, you know, retirement community, very small, yeah. nothing around. Yeah. Uh, so Peterborough's 45 minutes. Lindsay is uh, like 35. Um, mm-hmm. so there's nothing really to do in Bob Cajun unless you have a snowmobile or you've got a uh, sea do. Yeah. Now, thank goodness our cottage is only like, you know, 30 minutes from where we live. So in the summertime, like I'll finish the store at four o'clock and mm-hmm. I'll zip up to the cottage and I can be on the lake for a couple hours, you know, Not bad. which is nice. Yeah. So do you find you know, here I've, I've used more of the sea than I have in the three years I've owned it because, you know, yeah. it's been a rodeo. So I've been <laughs> That's around. True. That's true. Yeah. Do you plan on staying um, in that area or do you want to move out somewhere else? Um, no, I'll probably stay in the area. Um, cause the store is here. My house is here. You yeah. know, there is plans that I would like to open a second location. And that was our kind of plan for last year that we would, yeah. uh, find something and then we would launch it for this year. But because of COVID, we're definitely not going to be opening a second store, um, at least in the next couple of years. But you know, our plan is that we will, uh, one, um, and then maybe another one, but we have, t- you know, two areas that we're looking, we're looking, you know, one in Western Ontario, one in Eastern Ontario as another option. Um, you know, I do have a couple of feed stores like in the States to sell our brand um, in Australia as well. Yeah. Uh, this year, Boot Barn, or sorry, last year, Boot Barn and Cavaliers were supposed to pick us up. Uh, we had orders right booked, uh, POs in house. And then when COVID happened, they canceled everything uh, for spring and we were part of their spring line. So yeah, so unfortunately oh, we um, got our POs canceled um, for you know Boobarn and Cavaliers, but um, our uh, Beth, she's great. She's still working with them, but because of how slow things are happening in the states, mm-hmm. everyone is delayed. Yeah. So she just said, Kim, with it being such a new brand, she said, I think we need to step it back a year, wait till this COVID is like under control before we launch it again. So that's what yeah. our plan is. But we ship to Australia all the time. We've um, and we do have a Western store in Australia that actually reps us, Um, and they have just like our logos there, plus our Australia logos that are there. So it's pretty neat when you get pictures sent in of people wearing your stuff all over the world. Then you're like, wow. Yeah. Well, I'm moving out to BC in like a month. Oh, nice. If you want me to help you. (laughs) 
I will gladly wear your brand. <laughs> Do you have okay. um, shipping across Canada then, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, so we ship worldwide. So we ship um, Canada Post is number one that we do. Okay. Um, and then uh, we can do pure layer FedEx uh, and UPS. We just have to go to Peterborough Lindsay, which is like a 40 minute drive. Um, okay. But yeah, anything that's Canada Post, um, as long as you have it in house, it ships that day or the next day. Cool. Good to know. So like today, uh, Corey and I took over two tote bins full of okay. orders uh, just in the last couple of days, just because the whole stay at home order, we're trying to respect yeah. it. And because my turquoise truck stands out, I you know just want to make sure I'm only going to the store and then going right to the you know the post office that we're not yeah. gallivanting. Yeah, as of no how Tim. crazy things are. Yeah. yeah, no more Tim stops. <laughs> no, no, we will be going to Tim's. We have somewhere we have to be um, in the next hour. So yeah, we'll definitely be stopping at Tim's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so going forward, then um, seeing if what happens with the spring. Mm -hmm. What are your plans for the summer? You talked about a couple of rodeos that you might have happening, but if that doesn't yeah, happen. So right now, Rawhide Rodeo, Black Hick Rodeo, uh, Niagara Barrel Racing, yeah. uh, Ram, they do have um, rodeos in play. Whether or not they actually happen, we don't know yet. So it's kind of how to see how things go. But our plan is that we will be on the road. Mm -hmm. um, you know, both trailers sitting, like one sitting right here by my side of my house, and the ones <laughs> in the back of my house, just kind of sitting, waiting to go. Yeah. Um, so, you know, fingers crossed, we get, we do get to go on the road. Um, if we don't, then we don't. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, we'll have to figure out how to make it work, you know, one more year. So, yeah. yeah. If they don't have the events, can you still open a pop-up store? Like if they live? Yeah. The, the yeah. So, um, we've already been talked with Rose and Robert, okay. um, out in Ottawa, Quebec area, and they are all for us coming out in the spring, as long as the numbers left, you can have 25 yeah. or 50 outside meeting. Um, but yeah, we've already talked to them. They want us to come back. The, um, uh, Ottawa, the national Canadian drill team. I don't remember the, what their yeah. exact calling is, but they want us to come back. So yeah, we're definitely gonna do some pop-ups if we can't, mm -hmm. um, as well as Ross and Isabel Edwards, you know, they said that, you know, we come out to their place. Um, so yeah, we're definitely going to see, you know, we have to see restriction wise, what we're allowed to do, Yeah, but we'll definitely be having some pop-up stores. Okay, good. Thanks if we can't rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> when you first started your brand, yeah. were there any moments where you were a little bit intimidated? Like, I can't believe I'm actually doing this or like fear <laughs> that you're going to fail or anything like that? No, um, I never thought that. Um, like, you know, when I started in 2014, like I was the only, well, there was another uh, company that um, Jamie Roberts uh, was dirt road denim and I had no idea that they even existed until I went to the Western fair okay. uh, for the Ollie Quinn show. And they were actually, that was their weekend that they were selling everything off cause they were going out of, uh, they were selling their business. Okay. Um, so she gave me some tips of, you know, some jean companies and you know, where to buy this and that. And mm -hmm. so Jamie Robinson was great. Uh, but when I started that, I was it we're pretty much the only one for Ontario that was mobile. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I first went with like a 12 foot utility trailer and I used that uh, mm -hmm. the first two years and literally I un unloaded it, uh, dropped in the tent and then I was sleeping in the trailer. My brother and I, we had a little uh, <laughs> contraption going on. Yeah. It was definitely uh, hillbilly, <laughs> well, uh, but we made it work. And then um, while well West, I became friends with Kevin's, uh, both big and little Kevin. Okay. And Kevin said, Hey, like I'm going to be selling my one trailer. Um, yeah. You know, would you be interested? Yes. Let me know when you want to sell it. And yeah. then I get a call from Thursday night saying, okay, I'm putting it up for sale tomorrow. So if you want it, you better come get it tonight. Mm -hmm. And this was like seven o'clock at night. I was at the cottage and I looked at my dad. I said, we got to go to Barry now. So him and I literally got in the truck and drove all the way to Barry mm -hmm. to look at this trailer. And so we bought our first toy hauler, which is a 22 footer. That's the one that's fully wrapped that you've probably seen. Yeah. Um, and we use that uh, for... The first three years now, like the next three years now was great. And then last year, um, I bought the 42 foot trailer, okay. which hasn't been wrapped yet, but, um, there's no point wrapping it right now until we have a rodeo. Cause they only yeah. last for seven years wrapped. So I might as well wait until I know we're fully, um, yeah. allowed to rodeo before I get it wrapped. But, uh, now we have the 42 foot trailer. Uh, so there's been times that I've taken out the big trailer and truck and my brother's taken out my little trailer, 
um, in his truck and he's gone to Tweed and I've gone to Leamington or vice versa. So we're always, yeah. yeah so not, so 2019, both trailers were, both trailers and trucks were on the road um, okay. in Canada and the U.S. So you're like fairly confident, which is awesome because I'm yeah. scared shitless with business stuff. <laughs> I want to do clothing brands, but it's, it just seems so intimidating. And like, where do you start? Like you, you started, um, printing your stuff by yourself and it's, yep. it's lucky that you had somebody to kind of mentor you, but somebody that doesn't have any mentorship or any experience or anything like that. What advice would you give yeah. somebody who wants to start a clothing brand just like with nothing? Um, make sure you have a, like a good support system behind you that will help you, that will encourage you. Now, thank goodness that, you know, I had my family business behind me as far as apparel and clothing. Yeah. So I already knew what things sell, would sell and what things wouldn't sell. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and because we do our own silk screening and embroidery in-house, you know, we have that option that we can go and do samples or we can go and yeah. do um, print as we need type of thing. So, yeah. you know, if we sell out something, I can get something printed in four days. By the time, you know, the hoodie or the t-shirt arrives um, or, you know, silk screen done. But, you know, when I first started, I literally was going in early before, you know, we would start printing as a business yeah. for our family business. And I would print before hours. And then after they all left at five, I would print, you know, till eight o'clock, nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, just so I keep the cost down. So it was me that was printing it, not hiring someone to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, now... Uh, my brother and and Tammy and my mom and even Corey and my dad they all do all the printing um well I'm I'm busy running around with chicken like my head was cut off you know so yeah it's uh it definitely like I said there's no I in team mm-hmm. uh, you know Casey is definitely a team um business yeah so so does your yeah. family so, as far as someone I would just you know make sure you've got it with that Sorry, I was just saying, like, does your family work for you or do they just help you when they can? Uh, no. So um, the only people that work uh, for, like, it's like on the salary would be my girls, um, okay. but not my actual family. Okay. So um, we own the silk screen company and board company. That's a totally different company, totally different. Like, as far as Casey Westernware, I'm the only, I'm yeah. sole owner. Um, okay. I'm the only signing authority. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but as far as our silk screen embroidery company, that is family oriented. Okay. Um, so we all kind of like work and help each other. And of course I'm over there when they need help. But um, as far as uh, them printing stuff for me, nope, I have to pay to get stuff printed. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'm over there helping them pack orders and, you know, whatever. But sometimes my stuff gets a little delayed. But other times I'm like, guys, I need my stuff, you know? So, um, yeah, yeah, no, we all work well together. That's cool. I I think that's where my brother is right now. He's supposed to be printing some hoodies for me. So he said he was going over there today. Um, (laughs) You know, because we are a stay-at-home order, you know, our business is just us, like our family that's going in there. So we are allowed to go into our own business. Just no staff's allowed to go. Yeah. Uh, so he was going over there this afternoon to uh, print some stuff that I needed. But, uh, okay, cool. you know, that's the joy of having, you know, your family behind you and that also supports you is that, you know, I get stuff printed and, you know, they'll yeah. help out. They'll come over and help me load the trailer or unload the trailer. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if one of my girls can't come on the road with me or whatever, my brothers, you know, come on the road with me after, you know, he's doing his stuff. And so, yeah, it, like I said, there's no I in team. It's all teamwork here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so how do you, so, um, pick like, cause I've talked to some store owners, like local store owners and stuff about, um, like home decor and they go to trade shows. Is it kind of the same thing with clothing that you go to a trade show or you look at what they're going to have coming out for the current season or whatever? Um, like, so as far as like shows that we go to, we go to ones that like is horse relay, like, uh, the Royal Winter Fair, Can-Am. Yeah. Uh, Simcoe Horse and County Show, uh, a horse show that we go to that. Yeah. Um, the plowing match. So anything that's going to like not be a rodeo, um, I usually only go to them knowing that there's going to be horse people there. Okay. Um, the car show was honestly just a 
my parents printed their shirts for them and they said, Hey, like we have a booth that's come available. You know, did Kim want to try it out? Cause they knew yeah. what I was doing. And so they gave me a wicked deal on uh, a 10 by 20 right on the corner booth. Awesome. Um, it was definitely a blessing um, yes. that, you know, we got this, you know, piece of uh, little landmark for our first show. Um, I remember my friend Carrie came with me. We're like, okay, if we can do $500 all weekend, we're going to be so excited. Yeah. And I remember the first day we're like, $500. Like we did that like the first like hour, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of fun because she would come and help me for two shows. She did the uh, car show and then she did the Ollie Quinn show. And we're like, okay, this is our goal. If we can meet this, like, oh my gosh, we just broke even, you know? And so it's just funny how you think of how things are and how far we've come. Um, yeah. You know, like we're even talking of having our own jean brand made. So awesome. Um, and it's been in the works for the last like three years. We, you know, last yeah. year I was supposed to be in China in April. Um, we had to cancel obviously because of COVID. Um, cause my uncle Jeff and uncle Greg, uh, they work over there. So they had all the contacts. Um, and it's just not safe obviously to go over there right now. Yeah. Uh, but that, you know, we haven't given up on that. We have all of our, our size packs that we want. We have the logos right got done that we want. Mm -hmm. Of course, everything's going to be in turquoise. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. We like turquoise. <laughs> I mean, I'm not complaining. I like I, that color too. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so it's just a matter of us actually being able to do what we want to do. But, you know, again, yeah. with COVID, things have been kind of like scaled back. Um, yeah. And we're just right now we're just trying to keep afloat, uh, just sell what we have in stock. We do have some new things that are coming out in February um, with our funnel hoodies. Um, but, um, yeah, we, I think there's like 18 to 25 different new styles that are just sitting in my archives waiting for us yeah. to go to print, but I don't want to start launching stuff. I don't, if we don't know what we're doing. Yeah. 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 But in so, terms of like, yeah, um, kind of on hold. yeah. In terms of like picking product from other brands though, like how do you determine like, okay, I want to carry that hoodie, but I don't want to carry that one. And like, in terms honestly, of styles, I, I, I look at it and I, and I think, okay, would I wear it? Okay. And, um, Pretty much, I always like go through like their catalogs, and I think, okay, okay, well, I like that. I compare that with this outfit, you know, and yeah. um, you know, pretty much anytime we post something online, it either sells out or we're pretty dang close for it being sold out. So, like yesterday, yeah. we posted the Kimes uh, Canada hats. Uh, we only have a couple left now, just from our post, oh, wow. you know. So, thank goodness, like I said our online presence is heavy. Yeah. Um, our customers um, are consistent. Mm -hmm. Um, but pretty much anything we post, uh, is pretty much sold out. Uh, we've done repeats now with our own brand. The nice thing is we can keep repeating it and it won't yeah. literally go sold out because we can keep printing it. Yeah. Uh, but it comes down to when it's another brand and that's when things do get, you know, sold out. Mm -hmm. If you were to find, let's say like a t-shirt from another brand and you sold out within a couple of days, you can always reorder another bunch, right? Or is that kind of it? As long as they have it in stock. Yeah. But sometimes okay. they only make a minimum order as well. Yeah. So. Okay. Have you ever yeah. had um, something where you're like dead set, like this is going to sell a hundred percent and it just totally flops. You know what? Knock on wood. <laughs> <laughs> you're lucky. <laughs> um, we have not brought in um, either design an item or we brought in an item that has not sold. Okay. Um, so I am, like I said, I am blessed that way. I'm sure it's going to come, but so far, um, anything we've made, um, has yeah. been a hit. That's good. Yes. That's very lucky. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a question I was going to ask and I'm just trying to figure out how to word it. When you first started printing your own shirts, did mm -hmm. you have, um, a manufacturer or distributor like local, or did you get stuff that was made overseas to print on? No. Nope. So, um, we try to keep everything as local as possible. So, okay. um, because my family's in the apparel business, uh, we do have our, we do have a Kunso that does some of our tank tops that are our own Kunso tank tops. Okay. Um, a lot of our hoodies and long sleeves there, uh, picked up in, um, Eastern Ontario, um, our hats are, um, unfortunately the hats do come from overseas, um, mm -hmm. and they're assembled here and then embroidered here, but they do start off in China. Um, so we do have like, we do have a couple of new hats that we are wanting to do that were made over in China. 
Uh, but just again with COVID, we've had to put a complete stop on it. Um, just because game things across the border right now is a nightmare. Yeah. And there's not so, enough like manufacturers and stuff in Canada. Cause even when I no. tried to do my little clothing brand that didn't really happen back in high school, it was, it was near to impossible to find manufacturers to do what I really wanted. Like you could find the standard hoodies and like mm-hmm. basic hats and things like that. But to find anything that was more customized, like I've always had an idea to do like a camo with a trucker back or things like mm-hmm. that. And like, it's the most basic concept, but you can't find it. And if yeah. you do, you have to put in like a massive order. So yeah. like, so it's even I don't know if you can see like the top that I'm wearing today, it's got like, yeah. that's rip cool. sleeves like, of, that. like the leopard, you know, kind of like our whole yeah. Africa thing. And then like the logo yeah. is on there and it's yeah. all our sparkle logo. You know, like this is yeah. nine that we had custom made. Um, in the States last year, um, it was supposed to arrive, supposed to be like our spring kind of thing. Like, sorry, okay. no, supposed to be our, our falling into like our, our August is supposed to arrive. Well, these guys didn't arrive until December oh, just wow. because of the delay coming. Yeah. Um, but this guy's been a real popular one just because of like, you know, the, the rip sleeves, but it's yeah. still, you know, it's still like classy, it. but it's still, Yeah. Yeah. And of course it's got our Philly logo, which is the sparkle on it. And you know, everyone loves sparkles. So yeah, of course. <laughs> yes. So you work mainly with China and then you, you keep it within Canada or like, local. yeah, I try to do as much um, in Canada as possible. Mm-hmm. Just, um, cause that's where our economy is right now. Yeah. Have so you ever like, worked you know, back in, back in the day, my parents had their own Kunso business, um, and everything and they what? made he, Kunso. So they would make, uh, literally like get the fabrics, they would cut it. Oh, uh, and then they would uh, sew it. Yeah, so they had their wow. home factory. Um, okay. And that was in Toronto where they were living at the time. Mm-hmm. So growing up, um, I was always at, you know, there was no PA day. There was no March yeah. break or summers. You were, you know, at the, at mom and dad's shop, you know, riding your bicycle around like all the cut sew machines or around the, um, you know, um, um, sewers you know, growing up because mom and dad were at the office and you had to be there too. So, yeah. you know, you just grew up yeah. in it. So I, I love it. You know, my dad always said, find something you love. You'll never work a day in your life. And yeah, I haven't worked since 2014. True. <laughs> Is there, so would there be any other places that you would want to work with besides just China? Like, cause I've heard mixed feelings about China specifically with their quality yeah, um, so some of our t-shirts, you know, long sleeves come from Bangladesh and Mexico, which is, yeah. you know, totally fine. Um, you know, unfortunately, if it is Canadian or U.S. made, the price is doubled. Oh, yeah. Um, just because uh, of cost, right? Uh, obviously, it's cheaper overseas. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know, unfortunately, that's why my parents and so business is because everything was moving over to China and it was cheaper for them to mm-hmm. buy from China than do it in their own office yeah and that's the thing too like a lot of people don't realize the cost that actually goes into making product because when you buy things from overseas and I've had somebody else on the podcast that does a skateboarding shoe company and he gets everything from China Mm -hmm. um and people don't realize the cost of one sample just one it's ridiculous a long sleeve or a hoodie yeah and yeah. then if it's not yeah. right, completely not right, you got to send it back and you got to wait multiple weeks and yep. pay for another one. So a lot of people don't realize. Oh, that yeah. It's, uh, it. it's not fun sometimes. No. <laughs> I imagine it's not the best thing. No. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like, I wish that there was a lot more um, like Canadian companies, like actually 100% Canadian made. But like you said, the cost is doubled because of the wages mm-hmm. and the fabric and all that other stuff, right? That goes into it. And nobody's going to sit there and pay for a $200 hoodie when they could get no. one for $80. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's like telling me, we got to go soon. So oh. like, yeah. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> he's trying to avoid the camera. So he's like walking past, like not trying to be. In- I see the shadow. <laughs> yeah. But he is rocking our Benny hoodie today, which is one of our new ones. Everyone seems okay. to love. So yeah, let's see it. Oh, they want to see you, babe. <laughs> it's okay. You don't have to show your face if you don't want to. I just want to see the hoodie. You have been down though. I was like the pocket. Cool. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> yeah. So it's our Benny logo um, yeah. with the Longhorn and the KCD. Yeah. Um, so we've come out with some of our names, like um, after people that have other helped us design it. 
Um, but Ben, who is our little bull rider, we call him Bane the Bull because sometimes you'll see him Aww. in um, the bull costume. Mm-hmm. Um, I sent it to him like, give me some ideas. What do you think of this, where the KC is or down below? He's like, no, put it up above. I'm like, okay, yeah. well, name this the Benny uh, hoodie. <laughs> and he's like, I get my own hoodie. I'm like, well, yeah, Aww. you're helping me. So um, yeah. we're actually almost sold out of them. So we're going to have to make some more. But everyone's been loving that guy, uh, the Benny yeah. hoodie. Because it's unisex, right? It's cowgirl, yeah. cowboy. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And of course, it's and got turquoise in still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm assuming turquoise is your favorite color. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> turquoise and red have always been my favorite color. I'm a Tiffany girl, like the jewelry store. Yeah. Um, so when I was getting ready to do my truck, I was like, well, it's gotta be Tiffany. It's gotta be turquoise. So, um, yeah. So they came up with the color and we even our, uh, print color on our shirts is actually a custom color. So we customized yeah. the color. Um, and, um, at our, at the print shop where we order our ink, they know that it's called uh, K-City Cowgirl. And yeah. that's literally what it's called because we designed it. It's the only turquoise. No one else is allowed to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's our own Pantone number and our colors. So that's pretty that's cool. cool. That's actually so cool. Yeah. So that, that blue or that turquoise that he had is your color. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that nice. blue that's on his hoodie is our, our yeah. own color. Mm-hmm. Cool. So the shirt that you're wearing, do you yes. have any other styles or is it just the leopard print right now? So we did it um, in a mustard color with the leopard sleeves. Um, And then the logo is also in the black sparkle. And then we also did another one that's got camo um, and leopard on a mustard uh, top. Um, So yeah, we did, there's uh, four different styles we did. um, They're supposed to arrive in September-ish, August, September, that didn't arrive till Christmas. Mm -hmm. But again, they're all up on the website. Um, We do have stock in them. Uh, We haven't pushed them as much. Yeah, Yeah. you'll have to check it out. Uh, we haven't pushed it as much. Uh, we're trying to get rid of all of our hoodies. We have so many yeah. hoodies that we had planned for the Royal because that's what we normally sell is our big kit is our uh, KC hoodies. So mm-hmm. like we just finished um, inventory and he's like, you have a lot of stock. I'm like, I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we're probably going to start pushing like our long sleeve stuff. Um, probably start February, but you know, everyone wants to be warm right now. So it's, yeah. it's been our house coats. It's been like our hoodies and mm-hmm. like we posted the house coats, um, a couple of days ago. I think we have two house coats left. Wow. So, and even he said to me, he's like, you need to order more. And I was like, well, I guess, you know, but, um, so yeah, so it's just, I never know, you know, what day, like I'll post something and then we wrote, repost it like a month later with a different picture and then it sells. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, so like even our earrings, like all of our earrings are like custom made um, from a place in Texas. Um, I don't know if you can see them, but they have a little like on. the diamonds. They have diamonds, but they also have yeah. a bowl. Oh, okay, nice. Those are cool. Yeah. Wait. So is that so, like um, is that painted and then probably no? It's actually painted. a piece of wood. So yeah. It's actually a piece of wood, and then they've okay. just uh, painted it on there and then added the. Um, those diamonds and then that yeah. cut out of a longhorn a bull because cool. we've always I've always been the one that loves going to PBR or, or when it comes yeah. to the rodeo it's okay you know the bulls um so that's why a lot of our stuff even if the girls has a longhorn or a bull skull yeah um yeah you know we haven't really been about the horse it's always been about the bull mm-hmm. so, I'm, I'm more about the bulls too <laughs> I'll let someone else be the horse person I rather the bull <laughs> yeah I'm biased I work in dairy <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, yeah horses are fun and all but cows are cute yeah hey yeah. my pole benders and my t- bear racer girls and my breakaway girls I'm all about their horses I love them but yeah. when it comes to bull riding I am 100% at the gate watching those bulls come out so mm-hmm. have you ever thought about trying bull riding or no no I want to kill my kids <laughs> not at all not even <laughs> no no Maybe my best friend Jenny and I, we thought about it a couple summers ago. Like she had some cows, like, oh, let's get on them and, you know, we'll try it. And then yeah. I was like, nah, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Would you go on the ones at the bar? Yes, I have done those. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. And actually That's Casey not. from uh, Tweed uh, Stampede, he has one. He brings sometimes a Can-Am and cool. they're usually parked right beside us behind us as our, at our booth so yeah. when no one's around I'll jump on it for fun but yeah no no I've done the ones at you know the restaurants or the bars or mm-hmm. or at a rodeo but uh 
that's that's pretty much about as as you'll get me on or the ones that you blow up at the cottage i do have one of those ones from the pbr that blows up yeah. and it's a floaty at the cottage so that's more than me so you're good yeah sweet um so i'll I let you go but is there anything else that okay. you um wanted to add or talk about or anything like that before you head no, just uh thanks for asking me to be on your yeah. uh podcast and uh people can check us out um on facebook or yeah. instagram it's uh, kicking cowgirl designs um yeah. or our website is www.kickingcowgirldesigns.com mm-hmm. um and if there's something that you're looking for that you don't see shoot us a message uh because we have done custom orders where someone wants let's say a black hoodie with a white logo sparkle of our yeah. logo, not like the pinks, blues, and purples that we've done. So yeah. uh, we have done custom orders for people. Uh, there's no extra charge for it. Um, but yeah, if they want, you know, something specific, uh, then, hey, we don't mind doing it. You know, as long as our customers are happy, that's what it's all about. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. um, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, yeah. So when you find out more about what's coming up in terms of events, is that better to follow you on Instagram and Facebook then? Like so anytime we post on, on Instagram, it goes directly right to our Facebook page. Okay. Um, so once we know what um, we're allowed to do as yeah. far as um, rodeos and events, we'll, we will be posting it this year. Mm-hmm. We did post, um, we'd had to cancel out some things. Um, and then yeah. we picked up a few uh, pop-up stores uh, so then that was added to the list. But yeah, so you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook. Whatever's posted on Instagram will be posted right onto Facebook. Cool. Um, our stories, though, don't always go from our Instagram to our Facebook or on our Snapchats. Okay. Um, but everyone likes the Snapchats because, you know, they send a picture. We'll always repost your picture for you. Yeah. Um, oh. yeah. So, yeah, if anyone's <laughs> ever wearing something of ours and it's appropriate to post. Yes. I was going to make that clear because we have got some things um that weren't um appropriate mm-hmm. um oh yeah this is Maui this is my little <laughs> yeah she just came from outside but um yeah so anytime someone sends something and we and we can share it uh because it's safe uh then we will repost it yeah fair enough all right cool <laughs> well I'm glad that I had you on here and I'm I'm like yeah. I was fangirling as soon as you said yes <laughs> I was pretty <laughs> Hey, you know what? I don't mind talking to anyone about KCD and, yeah. you know, how I got started. And if I can help someone else out, um, you know, I've got a lot of friends that, you know, started some things that they wanted and, and I've, you know, helped them. So no yeah. one really helped me. So I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Thank goodness I had the apparel business in, you know, my back pocket. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if anyone ever has questions, I, I'd rather you ask because I'd rather see someone succeed than fail. Yeah. Very true. I agree with that completely. And it's always like, um, like I'll scratch your back, you scratch mine kind of thing. Yeah. Too, right. Like you help somebody and then later on you might need help and they're there to help you. Yeah. Right? You, so, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank so. you so much for talking to me. <laughs> hey, you're welcome. Thanks for having me on. So I know this episode was a little lengthy, but I appreciate you guys all tuning in this week for episode 10 and a big thank you for Kimberly for doing an awesome job with chatting and keeping the conversation flowing. If you're interested in checking out the Kick and Cowgirl on social media and following the weekly sales that they're constantly posting, you can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Kicking Cowgirl Designs. And there's also men for you. There's a Kicking Cowboy Designs on Instagram as well. You can also check out their website at kickingcowgirldesigns.com. And keep in mind that they also donate 20% of sales to Africa. So that is a huge thing for me that companies are giving back, brands are giving back. Um, I love this brand. I love chatting with her and this makes me want to support it 100% more. So if you guys are interested, you can check her out at all of those links and I will have them also available in the podcast description box for easier access. If you'd like to follow me on social media, I have TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube all at Forever Hillary. That's Forever Hillary, H-I-L-A-R-Y-Y. And I will see you guys next week for a really kick-ass episode on polyamory. So get ready. See ya.